Mature content warning. Be forewarned. The content of this podcast is explicit in nature. It includes extreme violence, harsh language, and sexual situations. Listener uh, discretion is advised. Special education teacher. <laughs> what? That's really random. No, we're good. Are you on? Are you? We're good. Are you dating right now during our gaming session? Hello. I mean, good for you. Thank you for getting back on that horse. Get on that horse, buddy. But uh, yeah, get right in a, that. That's a strange. <laughs> she looks young. To be a Peter gets laid. I know, a little too young to be a special ed teacher. She looks like she might be in the special <laughs> ed. <laughs> I mean, she might be patient enough to deal with me. Yeah. Oh, you know what? <laughs> it you know what? T- Actually, <laughs> swipe left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go back to that one. <laughs> That's a keeper right there. I thought that was somebody's nose. I was gonna be like, nah, don't even start. No, already, <laughs> and you're already. the one. Already. You're the congested one. You're like, come on. Mm-hmm. Nah, it's the uh, whistle coming from my uh, vape. Oh, you're vaping. Vaping. Nick over there being a whistle pig. <laughs> no, we. Uh... <laughs> oh man. <laughs> whistle pig. That's some of the funniest <clears throat> shit. All right. Well, uh, welcome, welcome, welcome to Epo episode two. Uh-oh. Epo two. Episode two, season one of Record of Mortimus. Yeah. Um, I'm your host, Nick. Nick. <laughs> I'm your host, Nick. Nick. I'm your host, Nick Nelson. Um, as usual, I'm joined by my uh, band of merry friends: uh, Seth, Jake, Peter, Neil. Hang on, you gotta say it like the um, the phone call that I get on the robocall. This phone call is for Neil. Neil. Nelson. Nelson. If Neil Nelson is available, please call this number back for Neil. Nelson. Mine's Nicky Nelson. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's retarded. I hope all our listeners enjoyed the first episode, and hopefully it, it was enough to bring you back to listen to more. Um, as you may have learned in the first episode, or may, I don't know if I mentioned it or not, but this is going to be an ongoing season uh, or and session uh, released bi-weekly live recording of a campaign that I, I've designed and ran for these guys, and this is uh, episode two for that. Bi-weekly sounds like a, a sexually fluid, like, periodical. I don't know. I just want to apologize first for sounding like a... Like, the first episode, I'm going to sound like a prepubescent teen, and then I'm going to sound like a man in this one because of it's cold. So I apologize you, ahead of all time. All I see right now, your eyes, because your fucking thing is that you look like, <laughs> with your hair and your eyes, you look like Elon Musk sitting over there right now. Oh, yeah. Elon okay. Musk. Yeah, because you're yeah. looking at me all cheeky with your brown eyebrows and your fucking hair. He's your twin, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> 
So how did you guys, uh, did you guys enjoy the first uh, session? Yes. I did. It disappeared from my text messages, though, which is weird. The, like, Oh, the episode that I sent you guys? Yeah, yeah, it's like no longer in my text. It's so weird. Hmm. Like, I can't play it for anybody anymore. It's so weird. I was, like, trying to do that yesterday. Oh, no. I guess you're going to have to subscribe like everyone else. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Again, I want to talk about the website. It is... It should be up and operational by the time you guys are listening to this and whatnot. It's going to be obisia.com. It's O-B-Y-S-S-I-A-H.com. Well, it's .geocities.com. Who? .geocities. It's <laughs> .angel fire. Angel fire. My bad. My bad. I don't know what that means. It's we we don't have geocities money. <laughs> it's free websites. <laughs> From like the late 90s. <laughs> yeah, that's hey, dating yourself hey, right there. I have still gone to them to get some information, so you know. I, sure. <laughs> There are still Angel Fire websites. All, all the vampire disciplines are on the Angel Fire sure. websites. So, you know. And that's why they don't work on my phone. Sure. <laughs> well, your phone's like, nope, not going there. No. <laughs> but hey, by the way, this is not a secure website. <laughs> so anything interesting happened to you guys uh, since we game last? Are you looking for anecdotes? What? You, you don't have to set up everything, Peter. I mean, that's pretty much what he is looking for, though. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, I mean, I got my own. Yeah, what anecdotes do you have? Well, yeah, interesting. Hey, by the way, what happened with you, Nikki? If, if, if I want to sit here and, and talk about myself, that's fine. I, I'm just You'd asking you guys. totally comfortable with it. I would be totally comfortable with that. <laughs> my girlfriend's pregnant, and like today we were swimming, uh-huh. and I realized that she's a submarine because like there's a baby inside of her. Does she have a? Like the baby's not dead. Does she have a ballast? That, so hang on. But you're, there's, there's just like a little bit of. It's better flaw. that than whale. There's a little bit of a flaw. What's happening in your in your story here though? Because like a submarine isn't filled with water. That's true. Oh, that's the ballast. That's yeah. true. I mean, that's no. But you, the people are inside aren't like. I mean, it can be. It depends on how your submarine works. This submarine works with like biotechnology and shit. I guess. All right. All right. Like an alien right. submarine. But depending exactly. on what kind it's an of HR guider submarine. I, I was actually watching the abyss. Depending the other on what night. kind of day they've had, they've she's probably got some semen in there though. Oh, oh come on, oh, Jake. Oh, no. Damn. Jesus, Jake. I mean, I see what you did there. Uh, <laughs> maybe oh, did you just get it? You just get it down? I just got it. Okay. <laughs> just fucking Nick over there, slow with the puns. It's been a long week. It's been a long week. Hmm. All right. Uh, first things first. I want everybody to kind of take this map and pass it around. Um, I'm actually going to show you guys. Did we get dice? No, we didn't, we didn't get, get any dice. No, it's fucking chintzy. We get some dice. I have ten dice. This isn't so Russia. There was Russia. a bag. I saw a bag. That's all you got. Well, you gotta. Don't you hold us on. You come on, fucking Jake. Don't hold us on. Give us some love. I'll try to catch it. Okay. Are they all the same? There's honestly not all tens in there. Uh, no, there, there's that whole. Where's uh, the bucket of tens? Yeah, the, the whole bucket. Well, the way I came would be right here near Peter's mother. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You, Patty, Patty Trujillo was a saint. <laughs> What's that? Uh, um, not, not your mother, Peter. No, 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 no I would no, never say no, that about your mother. No, my character's mother. <laughs> yes. Okay. There we go. Patty is a saint. That's not how odds work. It's not. It's the gambler's fallacy. 
You know, I actually had an argument about the gambler's fallacy, and even though it's a real thing, yeah. somebody was like, still like, no, but you know, but odds wise, like, and it's like, but uh-huh. no, just because something was red last time does not mean that some, like, the, the, your odds get better. Every time there's a 50 50, it's going to be 50 50. It's not like if you get three reds, the next one's going to be black. No, every time it will be 50 50. No, I, I understand what you I mean. fucking, dude, when I go to like a roulette and it's like 50 50 odds, I kill it. I don't know why. I if I if I have to choose red or black, I will always. I'm 80 percent of the time. I'm making money at the fucking roulette table. Always bet on black. Did that die just went right into my fucking goddamn drink? Uh, I am not drinking that. I have no idea where that dice has been. For all I know, it's been in your ass. Neil <laughs> has not been in my. I don't know that though. <laughs> you I'm don't definitely know not. I don't. Okay. I know that. All right. You know what? I know. It. I know who you game with. Somebody had their hands on this dice, and at some point, they had their hand on their dick. I'm not drinking this. <laughs> okay. So everybody's on here on the board. Um, we left off at taking initiative last game, am I right? You are correct. Okay. So. Wait, so, I mean, just so we're clear, I, when I was set up, I, I was set up next to the archer, right? Is that where, you, is that where I'm at? Yeah, you had the archer behind you. No, he was to my back left. So I'll move him right here between you and uh, uh, you and Octavius. Dice don't explode for initiative. No, unless you guys are you guys, which you guys aren't yet. Uh, the tens don't explode unless. Oh well, yeah, you got four points or whatever. Yeah, it doesn't even yeah. matter. Um, I'm gonna get serious now. So there's this thing that I need to talk about. We don't have a lot of time. Either. No, no, I'm sorry. Seriously though, can you can you uh, hold that map up so we know where we are in relation to everyone else? It's not gonna matter. You're gonna suck anyways. I'm gonna describe everybody's out right now. <laughs> if everybody would give me a moment. So okay. Guys look out into the snow. Oh my god, Neil. <laughs> sorry. Do I have to call the hot table rolls this early in the fucking game? Maybe. You better. <laughs> you yeah, better. Yeah, yeah, you're just better. <laughs> We're not getting any. You're right. a betting man. I am going. To, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and call hot table rules now. Um, I'll release it again when we take our first break, and then when we come back in, hopefully <laughs> we won't have such a giggle shit going on. The Dark Continent, ravaged by thousands of years of wars, driven by elder gods and demigods, leaving nothing left in its path but chaos. Sagittarius Troy, the Emperor of Chaos Army, in the country of Marmo, has just shy of conquered every country in Obisia. 
driven by madness and the only elder god left to man, monster or fae folk, Lucritus, god of Hades and master of deception. Yet amidst all of this are still heroes waiting for their chance to bring balance to chaos and maybe a fragment of light to the dark continent. I, Mortimus of the Primes, one of the last few remaining subordinate celestials of the ancient gods, tasked to aid man and creature alike, tirelessly search for these heroes and hopefuls, and maybe influence them through the will of the ancients. I may have found these heroes deep in the foothills of the north of the country called Farine, for this is the record of Mortimus, and this is my telling of the Obsidian Death Head. As you look across the lake, as our listeners kind of look across the lake, there's a frozen, icy lake with snow falling through it. The visibility isn't super awesome. It's not like what you would call a blizzard, but there's a light snowflake falling. Uh, the sound of wind is is blowing through the trees. You can hear it. Um, in the distance, in the backdrop, you see the big Ferinian mountains. The What are those? The Tempest Mountains. Kara, the girl, frozen in the ice, sits hunched over in the middle of the lake on the southwest portion of the middle of the lake. Next to her is Cal, was kneeling down. He's in the process of standing up now and drawing his sword. To the left of Cal is Battius. His sword is already drawn, staring off into the wilderness across the lake at the shoreline. Behind him, to his left, is Cody. And in front of Cody, to Cody's left, is Octavius, sword drawn, as he's looking at Cal and he's looking back towards the woods. And next to Octavius is Grimdorf. You guys are all staring at the woods as the wolves emerge from the woods. Go ahead and roll initiative, everybody. Okay, we're gonna start down the line here. Um, Hold on, let me write down my initiatives. Thaddeus, what'd you get for initiative? Um, four. Cal? Five. Octavius? Two. Dose. Grimdorf? Two. Cal, you're going first. The wolves are approximately, they're running full speed at you guys. 10, 15. It's about 15 feet to the uh, shoreline where you're at, I'm pretty sure is what I said last game. Um, and then from there is about another 20 feet to the, or another five feet from the woods. So they're about 20 feet from you. All right. They'll reach you within the round. Okay. Um, I'm going to uh, hold my action. That a, uh, uh, defensive posture. Thanks, Jake. Mm-hmm. So you're taking a defensive. No, no, no. I'm, I'm holding my action. I'm not taking a defensive position. You hold your action. When you go, that's going to be your new order of action. You know that, right? Yeah. Okay. So we have three... People here going on four. Baddius, what's your dex? Four. So you go first. Sweet. Okay, um, <clears throat> I'm going to call down my eagle. Are they in with, uh, uh, can we see the wolves? 
Yeah, they're they're kind of pouring out of the forest right now. Okay. Um, how many actions is it going to take to get to us? They will be at you within the and because the, the wolves within are the using. Yeah. Yes, the wolves are using. Are you going to make me use a full round just to command an eagle? Oh, yeah, I think it depends on what you want. What do you want to do? He's going to be used as a distraction when I fight. So is it a verbal command that you're going to use towards? Well, like attack? Yeah. Yes. Or, it's, a verbal, it's a verbal command, but it's still based on a roll. Well, how, how well you roll the command. If you're rolling dice, you're going to have to split your dice pool probably because that's considered an action technically. Well, right, as of right now, you have to actually physically roll something. You have to split your dice pool. I'm using three dice to use the bird as a distraction when the wolves get close enough to me. So... As per my action, I'm commanding the eagle to attack when I attack. The same animal that you're attacking? Or just randomly? Whatever is closest to me. The eagle no, so the eagle's the eagle's already pinned out somebody. So okay, so you're so whoever's rolling. coming up at me, the eagle's going to defend me. So you need to be making a intelligence and falconry roll. Well, still going to be manipulation. Yeah, it's still going to be mm -hmm. manipulation. All right, it doesn't matter if you're making me split. I'm just I have that's three dice. That's a social roll. Fine, just give me the three die roll. <laughs> uh, this is a difficulty of a seven, I would say. I have an eye and an eight. Okay. So, Badius, uh, what do you do to command the falcon? Um. All right, so I I say in Akari, um, defend. And I got two successes. <laughs> What'd you do, Jake? He spilled a drink. It's cold as beer. You, and your zipper's down. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are some sloppy motherfuckers tonight, man. <laughs> Hanging dick over here. Hanging dick. Or riding on your balls, at least. I don't know what, you, what your situation is. Hey, some people I don't are have to show us. You don't some have to show us. growers, all right? It's just the way it is. We're a bunch of white dudes. We all growers I can here. just... Uh, no, I can see by Seth right now. That motherfucker's a shower. He's probably got an eight-inch dick just sitting there. Really? <laughs> Why are you thinking about Seth? Wow. Uh, oh, higher. Okay, see? <laughs> you can see on his face. Look see, I can't, I can't even threaten because... What am I going to say? No. Show me. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're going to go, you're going to cry yourself to sleep. No, I'm going to feel like that, a fucking that's little. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> let's, I'll let's say that scientifically speaking, it's in the upper 1%. Oh <laughs> I'm proud of you, Seth. I'm yeah. happy for you, buddy. <laughs> I'm proud of me too and happy for me too. <laughs> well, you got something going for you. <laughs> <laughs> It was a joke, Seth. No, I, like you know I, 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 okay. Give me the right. he's, he's giving me he's the Ted a, Bundy eyes right he's now. Got, he's got a new nickname. <laughs> what? Long Dick Seth? <laughs> Long Dick Seth. That's a new one. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's Seth. We call him Long Dick on account of his long dick. Because, <laughs> you know, he's got a long dick. <laughs> Uh, it sounds like you guys have been to the gym together. <laughs> I like that it's not a big dick, it's just a long dick. <laughs> it's a noodle dick. It's just a long it's length of dick. Noodle. <laughs> <We can> just <laughs> <laughs> it makes that plapping sound when he walks, you know? <laughs> 
Peter's getting uncomfortable. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's it's really la- getting uncomfortable. The, the laughing tone. Can you turn my uh, mic down a little bit? You can turn stuff? your fucking shit down. You yeah, got your own all, headphone that's a thing. whole reach. Jake's already. <sighs> I like the sigh. All right, all right so and then I hold the rest of my dice to defend myself. Okay, which is how many dice remaining? Um, probably three. Okay. Uh, wait, hang on. Maybe three or four dice. Cody makes a shot. Four dice remaining. Damn. Good shot, Cody. Uh, quickly, uh, Jake, uh, damage on the uh, bow. It's plus two? I thought it was four. Plus four? Yeah. Plus his successes. God damn. Nice shot. A bow is not... No we, way we in it hell. Two, it's two, yeah, it's two, pl- it's two plus... It's two plus successes. It's two. It's two? It's two. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but, I was but, like, Jesus. No, it's, it's, it's two plus six. Still a good two. shot. Yeah. We don't add any, like, strength or dexterity or anything. No, it's like a fire on this plus. Two plus successes. All right, Cody gets a plus five... Uh, five damage on the wolf, one of the wolves heading towards you guys, and it buckles the wolf, and the antling goes flying right off the back of the wolf. It's the wolves' actions. They rush in. The remaining five. Can I uh, take a free answer to say something? Of course. Who's closest to you, Seth? Um, <laughs> like the line of us. I'm on the far. Grimdorf line. is uh, next to Octavius to the left of Octavius. Octavius. No, no, Octavius is to the left of you, Neil. I know. Or, uh, he's, he's closest to the one with the two-handed weapon. Yes. Octavius is next to the to the door. So the I look over towards. I don't know his name yet because we haven't been properly. I don't think we were we were vaguely introduced. No, we were not properly. But I look to your character as we're getting ready to fight, and I say, "Give the dwarf room to fight." The wolves attack. Okay. Every wolf gets a success on attacking one of you guys. Cal, go ahead and, and roll your defense. Uh, and you get a bonus pe- since you're taking full defense. Perry per- per- is uh, Dex and, and uh, melee, right? Yes. Yes. Uh, With Perry, you're basically using your sword to smack a wolf away from biting you. Mm-hmm. You can repost, too. Uh, if you have... The edge, and if you have the uh, one handed, one handed, yeah, Cal, which I have, okay, no, yeah, all right, but you have to also get more than I got to hit you, right? So, so, since since he's rolling, I I also roll defense, I split my dice into two, so two, two, okay, and then um, Octavius and Grimdorf, if you guys want to split, if you want to split your dice pools and either take a dodge action or take a parry action. You can do that right now because you're being attacked. Or you can use that as your full round and do it. Or I would suggest splitting your dice pool. It's up to you. I'm only taking one damage, right? I haven't rolled damage yet. We haven't. Uh, we just don't got, know you yet. just got to yeah. hit by one. Uh, I got I'm going to split my dice pool. I'm going to use one to repost with the sword and then the other one to dodge with the cloak. Just kind of brush them off. I don't know how many are coming up near me. There's one attacking you, Octavius. Grimdorf, there's one attacking you. Thaddeus, there are two attacking you. Cal, there's one attacking you. 
Yeah, I got okay. uh, I got I got five to parry. He rolled his whole action. You rolled your whole action. Yeah, well, because I'm at. Because you didn't try to repose. Well, yeah, I'm at, I'm, I'm I'm at top of the list. Okay, uh, you repose. All right. So that's um. Roll damage. You could just know that whatever you rolled above is your dice for repose. And what did I roll above? So if I'm splitting my dice pool between dodging and making an attack on my turn, so... You're going to save the rest of your dice on your turn. Yeah, wait, well, I'm, I'm, what did I roll above? <laughs> Two. Two? All right, so I got a, a, a ten and an eight. To ten hit. and eight? Yeah. To, to hit. hit? To hit. You and hit. Can I, can I uh, repost against the rider and, and not the uh, wolf? Because they're... All on one. Mm, no, no, the wolf's the the rider's not the one attacking you. It's the wolf. It's the wolf. Yeah, you're gonna be hitting the wolf. No, it's part of one. It's part of one thing. When you're parrying, you move it into an action as a repost. It's all one fluid move. Okay. So he bites. I put my sword in his mouth and I twist. Yes. All right. Mm -hmm. uh, roll damage. Badius, go ahead and roll your. Uh... I got two and two. Two successes. I split my dice pool, which is four dice, into two, and I got two successes and two successes. The wolf bites you. Okay. I then, at this turn, as the wolf bites, I use a free action to command the bird to attack whatever wolf is biting me. Okay, so what was the roll for the bird to attack? I got three. So roll damage. It, the bird, now the bird would be attacking possibly the rider, considering it's, it's, yeah, it's attacking, attacking the it. first thing I'd see. Yeah. So go ahead and roll damage on that. Peter, what'd you get? Uh, three. Three? Just, yeah. Three damage to a wolf's face. Um, it hurts the wolf, and the wolf yelps. And you see it run off into the wood with the rider trying to wrangle it. wrangle it in, but it's not. It's just riding off into the woods. How heavy are the endlings? They're light. I mean, give me a, a weight. Uh, they're probably 22 pounds, not even. Okay. That's what you want. It's like large cats. Do you want me to? Do you want me to roll to see if this bird About can twice pick, the size. pick this motherfucker up? Can it pick up 22 pounds? Absolutely. That's pretty terrible, but yeah, if you want to do that. <laughs> One success. One success to pick up? Yeah. Is that was the strength check? Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it picks up the antling right off the uh, wolf. That's the one that's attacking me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The wolf is still attacking, but... It is, but you see something happen. As soon as the antling breaks its command of the wolf, it gets lifted up. And you see the falcon or the eagle that you're commanding. It picks up the antling, and it just starts flying upwards. And you see this weird, strange blue, like kind of foggy haze over the wolf's eyes. Oh, Jesus. Go back to normal wolf eyes. And you see, as the wolf's kind of biting you, it kind of breaks its trance for a second. It's like, why, why am I biting this thing? And it, it, it lets go of your arm, and it snarls well, at you. We still haven't resolved the bite yet, though. Yeah, it, I'm going to do damage on you okay. for a second. You guys, uh, you're taking damage, and you're taking damage as an amount. So uh, let's do damage on I'm the I'm going to go ahead and soak as well. Uh, you can't soak lethal. Yeah, well, yeah your yeah, armor, armor can. Yeah. Just remember, um, certain damage will destroy armor. So you guys don't have magical armor yet. So I soak one. Uh, then you take two lethal Thaddeus. Jesus. There's strengths of four, Neil, for a wolf. Yeah, no, no, no. This seems like a really high uh, damage output for a fucking dog bite, but whatever. It's not a dog, it's a wolf. Mm -hmm. Whatever. I'm still, but with, it's fine. Grimdorf, you, um, you got two, and what did you get for your rolls? 
for my dodge or my par parry rather you parry one it. success one success you do not successfully parry and it bites you alright try to pick up my sword and put it in its mouth but uh, too late you take too lethal oh no ouchie Octavius I'm gonna repose with I'm gonna four dice sure. wounds to get on the door and then I'm gonna save the other three to hit the rider. So you're dodging the f or you're re you're parrying the first one, right? Trying to repose it. Okay. I uh, one success. You do not repose and you do not parry. Parry either. Octavius, you take uh, your lethal. Damn. Damn these fucking wolves. Do you have any armor on, Octavius? No, I didn't take any armor with He grabs me. you right in the inner thigh, man. The only armor I, I've wrapped a cloak around my hand, probably stuffed it in his arm, or mouth, whatever it was coming at me. Um, actually, uh, Grimdorf or Oct Octavius, you guys both have an action right now. Go ahead. No, uh, uh oh, yeah, that's right. <coughs> mm -hmm. Uh, I'm gonna attack the rider on this fucking wolf. Roll. You too, uh, Grimdorf, it's your action. Go ahead, we'll run and roll too. Right, well, I'm taking minus one die from my taking two ones, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Got a nine. Nine's all you need. Roll damage. So if I have a four in something, I can explode and die, right? Yes. Uh, only if you have a. So, well, we're going to assume that you guys have specializations in those fours. Make it make sense. Four damage. Four damage? You hit him right across the chest with your sword, and it knocks him right off the wolf. As soon as it breaks command of the wolf, you see the wolf's eyes change like uh, Badius's did. Um, this weird glaze over the wolf's eyes change, and the wolf does a weird wild wolf thing and just runs off. Uh, two successes to slide my sword in between its ribs. Of the wolf or the wolf? Of the wolf? Yeah. Uh, I assume the treant doesn't have ribs? I don't know. Um, no, it's a bark. You're attacking the wolf or the, the antling? The wolf. Okay. Um, you got two successes? Mm-hmm. Uh, what were you rolling difficulty of your normal weapon? Yep, seven. Go ahead and roll your damage. These wolves already used their actions to attack, so they have no action. You're digging in a toy box over there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the sound of Legos. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and what's the... So aggressive. <laughs> Remember Dustin used to do that stuff? He would just like shuffle what's and What's the uh, difficulty on damage? Six. Six. Botches don't count. Keep and some zeros slides. don't count either? Nope. Yeah. I mean, they count. But they right, yeah, I gotcha. So one, two. I think there's five, but since I have my uh, advantage, I get to have my successes as well, so it's seven damage. Seven damage? Yeah. You hit well, that. Hold on, hang on. Was that part of a split action? You cannot do that as part of a split action. What do you mean? Oh, so. It would have to be a so because I was using a parry? Okay. Yeah, you have to use cool. that. As so a whatever, it's five. Action. Still five is it's tremendous. Well, what, what, what happened? What? It has to be used as a standard action, one attack. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring the thunder type of thing. Yeah, so you parried, you tried to parry with your sword, uh, it did not parry, the wolf grabs on, and I'll kind of give a good description of everything that just happened next round. Um, it grabs on your midsection, as it's biting onto your midsection, you take your sword, 
your your Savai hander, and you kind of spin it up underneath it, and you kind of get from the chest of the wolf underneath the neck, and you kind of pull up on it, and it's such a powerful it's such a powerful swing that it pushes the wolf off of you, and you do enough damage to the wolf that it, it yelps and kind of starts limping away, and you see the uh, entling realizes uh, its ride is is kind of fucked at this moment, so he he kind of tries to push it to run off. I look down and give him a smile and say, "Don't go away now." Um, we are at the top of the initiative. Uh, Cal, it, it is technically your action. Yeah, I'm going to, uh, okay. I, I've... He was taking defense. That's, that's right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I'm going to position myself between the wolves and I'm going to split my dice pool. Okay. <clears throat> right now I'm going to, um, is it, is it prone? Yeah. I'm going to coup de gras and then uh, you use uh, save the rest of my dice to go. Uh, you can't coup de gras if it's prone. He just has a negative to try to dodge you. Whatever you want to call it, what would that be called? Just stabby. Oh, stabby. I'll just stab it. It's a poop. It's a stabby. It's a poop to draw. Poop to draw. Nice. All right. So poo. Prison shank. Prison shank. Shank shank. One success. To hit. One success. Mm-hmm. Um. You hit. I hit. Right. It tries to roll out of the way. It doesn't do a direct job. Uh, four, four damage. Okay. Uh, from the damage it already previously took, um, you stick your sword through its chest and it goes into the ice. Actually. Mm. Kind of sticks under the ice of the lake, and you see all this green shit shoot out of its mouth. Oh, I feel bad. Uh, I'm gonna use the rest of my uh, my dice to uh, defend. You go to pull your sword out, and you realize it's stuck in the ice. There's something going on here with this ice. Cody realized this earlier. Uh, well, I'll draw my dagger. Is that will that take away my? Uh you can, yeah, you can well, either... I, got, I have quick draw. There's two things. You can either quick draw your dagger, or you can do a strength check to try and pull your sword out of the, no, the ice. Uh, I'll, I'll quick draw my dagger. Okay. Give me, um... You glance at your sword as you leave it, and as soon as the warmth of your hand leaves your sword, you see ice just engulf your sword all the way up to the hilt. Holy crap. All right. That's weird. You my, quick draw your dagger? Yeah. What are you doing? Huh? T- defending. You're just defending? Yep. Well, I'm defending... Um, I would just defend the body, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Okay. Um, Me. Mm. Octave, uh, Badius, what's your action? Um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, split my dice. Um, I'm going to split it into three actions. Okay. I also, as a free action, yell the command for drop. <laughs> you see about... Uh, 45 feet near one of the entlings start dropping to the ice. Huh. That's gonna hurt. About 45 feet. Nine, six, seven, eight, seven. Like, oh, it do, doesn't the size, like, so it's gonna be... If you drop an ant from 45 feet, it's not gonna, it's not gonna hurt the ant, right? It's gonna have to be, um... Because gravity... Four actions, because I have to round down, and that, that'll give me less dice. And I have a dexterity of four, so I can actually do that. You can take four actions? You can take... 
You can take up as many actions as your dex pool. Do you have enough dice to take four actions? Oh, give me two dice. But can't you? But you can't attack more than one. Yeah, more than one creature. Yeah, my yeah. my difficulty goes up. Okay. After the first attack. We got a six and a nine for the first hit, so I hit. It hasn't taken his action yet, so it's going to try and dodge you. Botch out. He botches. Oh. No, I just botch out my success. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and roll damage on that real quick. So I have four successes on damage on the first attack, and then on my second strike, I got an eight. And he can't dodge on his second one, so... Eight, ten, seven for my second strike. So that's seven total? Yep. Okay. All right, I have two actions left. So I, But I went straight for the Entling. I'm not attacking the wolf, because I saw what was happening. You said I saw the blue haze disappear. Why I not, would no, not attack. You should have told me that, That would have taken a perception roll, right? No, that... He gave no, it to I, 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 I would, but I would have. It would have been different. That that endlings don't have seven dice pool or seven uh, health levels. How much damage did you do on the first one? Uh, four. Four? Yeah. All right. Four would have knocked him off that wolf. Okay. And then, then the other attack would have. You would attack the antling still. Yeah, and then I would have fucking struck him a second time after he hit the ground. How would you have done it? I would take mm -hmm. a swipe at his face or something with okay. a bastard sword. Uh, I have two actions left, but I'll just use it as a, a verbal command to go rah to scare the wolves off. The wolves run away. So Octavius, you're the only one that has uh, an entling on the ground right now, and it's his action. I have an entling on the ground right by me. No, he's still on the wolf, but he's trying to escape with he, his wolf. No, no, he's trying to get the wolf to turn around to attack. The wolf is running away. I, oh. I thought I killed my wolf. No, he's almost dead. Oh, all right. Yeah, Nick said it was really wounded. He tried. The wolf tried to run away, and the endling's like, "No, you're not done yet." Okay. Go ahead and give me a dodge. This is not a parry. This is a dodge. He's blowing dust in your face. You're getting dusted, bitch. Well, no, actually, you can parry with. You said you got a cloak around your arm. Yeah, I do. You like, can parry dust with a cloak. Yeah, because you, you can just, just go. Yep. Up so you can't with it. You can't. <laughs> unless you're in the. Uh, unless you're good at whipping, towel whipping. Correct. <laughs> 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 I repose with a towel. Uh, do you have a specialty you're, uh, in Vampire Hunter D? <laughs> that, yeah. You got that armor. Yeah, that's the only enemy left, right? Just these entlings. Then I'm just gonna do oh, my full dice. No, no, don't. You can't do your because you're right now. So you. You're doing your full dice to to because you can't repose with it. Exactly. I know I'm not going to hit it, but I'm already down three health levels. I don't okay. know what the fuck this stuff does. I am not getting fucked up by it. Okay. That is a nine, eight, six, six. So four. You you take your cloak that you have wrapped Just around your wrist and you whoo, dust the fucking shit that's coming at you and you it blows away in the snow. Um. Now it's you. Um, Grimdorf. You see an entling dusting fucking uh, Octavius's character, and he's about to do something nasty again. It's your action. You also have the rider that's trying to get his wolf to turn around. 
Well, he's he's taken off. He's he's, he's Cody he can shoot off. that one. Have yeah. Cody shoot that one. I haven't taken. So that Cody's one's already the, the one I stabbed before has already run off pretty far. Yeah, but Cody, Cody's aiming right now. He's taking his action to aim. The next action, he's gonna have a bonus to hit, and he's gonna go after that one. Okay. Uh, well then, I'm gonna the one nearest to me would be the one on Octavius, right? Yeah, he's the one blowing dust in fucking his face. All right. It's this weird green weird fucking shit. This weird green algae he just blew but, in his face. But, but now it's just dust in the wind. Uh, Let's take a full attack uh, hack at him. <laughs> Gizmo no, that's caca. Be stuck in my head. You <laughs> <laughs> Seth, you're so random. The first one was just like, uh, and the second <laughs> one was like gentle and soft. <laughs> Why'd you do that, like Seth Rogen? Uh. <laughs> just one success. You and fucking dad doing that shit all weekend. <laughs> you just gonna splatter him and use your advantage? Huh? You gonna splatter him and use your edge? I guess I only got one success, so it's not gonna splatter him that bad. Hmm. He doesn't have any actions left, so... Or it doesn't have any actions left, so you take your action. Hey, it's still one extra damage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> fucking... It's on random. <laughs> it was on random. <laughs> it's so <laughs> All right. Uh, how get, many does that happen? That happens off, often. So I guess it's another five damage. Then. Wait, would you say often <laughs> or often? Uh, <laughs> Grimdorf, <laughs> you hit this entling so. No, I was going for the wolf. Was it an entling? The wolf is not there anymore. No. Oh, it the wolf's not there anymore. No, no it was an entling. Oh no, then I'm not aiming. For, sorry, I, I got confused. I wouldn't want to attack one of the entlings. I don't want to attack any of the entlings. Instead, I'm going to aim for the frozen lake in front of it and try to knock it into the lake. You hit the ice so hard that your sword, your your uh, your two-handed two-handed sword, mm -hmm. drives halfway through the ice. And I want you to give me a willpower check. Okay, so just whatever. I have ten willpower, so just roll ten dice. Yeah, difficulty of an eight. Or Yes, by a lot. Like, I, I, I succeeded, like, more than I didn't. You let go of your two-handed, two-handed sword. I let and, go of it? Oh, yeah, because it, it freezes in the ice, and it almost freezes you to the sword. So, what did passing do for me, if, I don't, if you don't mind my asking? Passing? You didn't get frozen. Yeah, you didn't, didn't get, get frozen. frozen there and stuck. There's like something magic is. happening to the lake. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, that sucks. Yeah, you look at your, your sword sticking out of this leg about halfway into it, and you just see it freezing over with ice and what frost. The? There's only one of these entlings left in his Jake's, right? Or Octavius's? It's the one he did not hit. Yep. Mm -hmm. All right. But it's right now, his sword is stuck in the ground in front of it. Yeah. yeah. Probably scared the shit out of it. Or and it's half it Probably dead. scared the sap out yeah. of this entling. So whose action is it now? <laughs> really? Nobody? Yeah. It's almost yeah. always. He, he actually did a quite amount of damage to it. Octavius did, so it's actually dying. That's why he got he did four damage to it. So it's it's, it's dying right now. Her. Let me take this last shot here. Hold on. The the, the one running away. Yeah, yes. because uh, Cody has a bonus because he took this whole round aiming aiming. Okay. So there's one dying in front of you two. Yeah. All right. Cody gets five damage. Gets it right in the back of the neck as it's running off and knocks it right off the wolf. Thunk. Mm -hmm. Yep. Dip. So what happens is the, is all six of the wolves explode from the forest line. They come running down the bank and start running across the ice towards you guys. There's six of them total. 
Cody immediately fires and hits the first wolf out front and it buckles the wolf and the antling gets tossed off of it and slides across the ice. Cal from there takes a defensive uh, pose, I guess you'd say, and Battius immediately releases his bird and takes the defensive also. All the wolves move in and attack all at the same time. Two of them attack Battius um, and one attack everybody else except for Cody who's behind everybody. Cal immediately parries the wolf attacking him and stabs it in the face after he parries it and it makes the wolf howl. It takes off running and goes into the woods on its turn. Battius tries to parry one and he misses the parry and the wolf bites onto Battius' arm. The bird immediately comes down and snatches the rider off of that one's back. The glazed look from that wolf's eyes disappear. The next wolf attacks Grimdorf. Grimdorf fails the parry and gets bit right in his midsection. The next wolf attacks Octavius. Octavius also tries to parry and he fails and the wolf grabs him right in the thigh, the inner thigh area. Octavius shouts in pain. From there, Octavius attacks and knocks the rider off the wolf. Immediately, the wolf releases Octavius and runs off. Grimdorf attacks the wolf that was attacking him also and sticks it right in the chest and pushes the wolf off. The wolf tries to retreat back into the woods and tries to limp away, nailing riding it aggressively, trying to get it to turn back and fight. From there, Cal runs up to the first wolf that was attacked by Cody and Coup de Gras, that rider. He stabs that entling super hard to the chest and sticks him to the ice. Green snot and blood shoots out of its mouth. Immediately, Cal pulls away from his sword and tries to pull a dagger and he looks back and sees the sword starting to freeze over. He pulls back towards Kara's body to defend her. From there, Battius' bird drops the entling it was carrying about 45 feet up into the air, and he falls to his death to the ice. From there, Battius attacks the entling on the wolf, on the other wolf in front of him. He knocks it off, it lands on the ground, he kind of does another swipe across his face, killing it. The entling Octavius attacked and knocked off. He's laying on his back right now, and he pulls something out of his little satchel and blows this green algae dust at Octavius. Octavius uses his cloak and fans the dust away, protecting his face from it. From there, Cody starts aiming at the retreating wolf that Grimdorf had hit. And then Grimdorf runs over and goes to attack the entling that is blowing the algae dust at Cody. And instead of attacking him, he drives his sword into the ice and he almost gets frozen to it. Cody then releases his arrow and attacks the retreating entling that Grimdorf had attacked originally, and he gets it right in the back, killing it, knocks it off. You guys gather around this last entling, entling and he's breathing his last breath, and this green shit squeezing out of it. I actually don't. Um, I'm going to uh, pull out, put my sword away and pull out my bow and have the bird come closer and just keep watch while they do what they need to do. Give me a perception alertness. Okay. Actually, just give me a perception alertness. 
tell the youngling to surrender and we'll spare his life. Surrender and we'll spare you. Do you, the rest of you guys gather on the antling? Hmm? It, yeah. it, it wisp, it, it goes like this to one of you guys. And it looks like it's looking for comfort. I lean in. Grimdorf, you hear it whisper something in your ear. You hear it say, Do hard rock. Do din till land spin din. And then it dies. I'm sorry, I don't understand. Can anyone translate this? Try to repeat it, unless you want me to make a check to actually repeat it. Intelligence. Sure. And language. Mm -hmm. I got five successes on perception and alertness. I fucking rocked it. I rolled two tens. You did get ten tens? Yeah. You hear the chimes, and you see come up from the edge of the northern part of the lake, way far from you guys. You see a pale stag. White as snow, white eyes, white horns. And you see, on the stag, you see chimes hanging from its neck. And as soon as you see it see you, it turns and does like a real quick stag run into the forest. One success to repeat what the Entling told me. Does anybody have Fay talk? Uh, yeah, I do. I mean, I have one in linguistics. I, I do speak Fey. That's okay. uh, well, Sylvan. Is Akari. Yeah. Akari. Well, yeah. okay, but that's um, in my backstory. That's what my mentor. Yeah, I know. Me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have one dot in that. Uh, with what? With what do you want me to use? Just roll your uh, intelligence and your uh, language. Well, Akari is wild speak. Would that I know. be the same? Yes. Okay. Um, to see if you can kind of understand what, what uh, Grimdorf is repeating back to you. I'm burn a willpower point before I roll. Not, nada. Okay. You understand what Grimdorf says. It sounds like what he's saying is you have brought death to your village and I pity your innocence. Interesting. Are you going to repeat that understand. back to him? <laughs> what have we done besides defend our own? Cal hasn't shared that with you Cause yet. Because he's, he's like just going to keep it to himself. No, I, 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 I shake he just my, goes, interesting. I shake my head. Huh. <laughs> what does it mean? Something about innocence and uh, uh, death to a village. And, uh, I don't know. Death to what village? Uh, this the one we're living in? Oh, I... He didn't. He didn't go so far as to say did which he, village. Did he threaten that he's going to go out? And it sounds like these Entlings are everyone? as threatening as the ranger says. Badius, what did you roll on? You said you were rolling something. Yeah, area. I can roll area knowledge and uh, intelligence or wits. Okay. So I got an eight and a nine. There's rumors of the great white stag. Do you have any religion? I mean, my character is a Trinidine. He knows all about Akari and specifically what you're talking about. I mean, Badius. That's what we worship. If you see a great white stag, it's a sign. It's a fucking sign. I whisper just to myself. Exactly. It's a sign. Maybe, maybe. I look back at the frozen body. Maybe you should have let them take it. I don't know. Maybe you shouldn't have defended it. I mean, obviously, these people here, they're innocent people. 
and they were protecting somebody that they cared about. But maybe they didn't know the reasons they were protecting it. I don't know. Uh, I rolled five successes, falconry. Uh, I, I tell the bird to do a circle. Bird circles. And then I start walking back towards them. You walk back towards them, and good me, everybody, give me a perception alertness. Difficulty standard. Actually, difficulty is seven, because it is snowing a little bit right now. By the way, we're using shoe boxes now to roll because that last and time we were rolling was a little bit more abrasive. I got three. Three successes? Yeah. Nine, eight, 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 seven. <laughs> so you see. Two successes. Okay, so Octavius sees first so far. Octavius, you see it first. Thaddeus. I'm not done yet. Oh. And an eight and an eight. Okay. Octavius, with his roll, he still sees it first. How many successes did you get? Five. Like five. All right, well, so we're even. Well, he got a couple tens, though, so he's just oh. the first. I had a nine whatever. and, like, three eights and a seven. <laughs> Fucking whatever. So, Octavius, you see them first. Everybody else follows suit. Badius, you next. Grimdorf. Cal. You guys see two gentlemen, one short and stocky, one tall and handsome, followed by a group of maybe four guardsmen. The locals, Cal, Octavius, you guys know these gentlemen. You guys know all of them. The guardsmen, they don't need to be names, but you've seen them around town. One of the gentlemen is a dwarf. He's a Marmon dwarf named Sheriff Ironfall Wills. And the difference between the dwarves in the south and the dwarves in the north are going to be the dwarves in the south, they put their surname first. Like so, the Spanish. So his surname is Ironfall. Or the Japanese. His first name is Wills. But he goes by Ironfire Wills. So you, even if you didn't notice, um, Grimdorf, that he wasn't uh, a regular dwarf, that he was a Marmon dwarf, the way he introduces himself by Ironfall Wills, you would know right away that he's a southern dwarf, that he is a Marmon dwarf. Cool. The other guy is Armin Decius. He is the captain of the guard, and he is the eldest son of House Decius. He is like your family, Octavius. <laughs> Former, former lords. They used to be lords. Um, we'll get into the history of these two characters here in a moment. Can I can I say something while they're walking up? Because I don't know who these people are. Or is, do you have more to say? Uh, I have more to say in a second. I'm not going to give it away all just yet. We're going to take a break here in a moment. All right. Can, I mean, because I don't know what these people are or what they're. So can I? Yeah, take us out. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I'm just going to look at the. This farmer, since he was the first one that came up, and I'm mm -hmm. just gonna kind of lean in close to you and just be like, "Is this trouble?" It's the sheriff and one of the townsfolk. No, no, it's the sheriff and the captain. Or sheriff and the captain of the guard. Not trouble. This is help with the situation in hand. At least it's not. I sheath my the dagger. magistrate. I sheath my dagger. Um. If the magistrate was with them, right, I'm gonna I'm gonna continue with what I'm saying. Out of character. The sheriff is here. He might as well be speaking for the magistrate. So, so it may be trouble. Yes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, it's I'm gonna, too late so to keep this. I'm going to continue with what I'm hinting at. But I, I think we're out of our depth with everything here. We need fucking help. You see Grimdorf's sword is stuck in the ground. You see Cal's sword is stuck in the fucking ice. Both of their swords are stuck in the ice, frozen in the ice right now. Still, yeah, I, I have I, no fucking idea what the hell this is, and I'm a little panicked. So I'm, I'm, still, I, I'm, I'm still I'm still leaned into you, though, and I say... 
I'm not taking the fall for this. I hope you know that. I'm going to grab my sword out of the None ice. of us are taking the fall for this. Uh, somebody give me a perception and alertness on um, Grimdor's character. Nope. <laughs> Anybody? So no, it's a stupid thing to do. I, I got lucky that I, I did not hear what he said. What are you saying? So give me a perception and alertness. And then I want you to make a reflex save on him. Um, so, which is going to be a. Uh, De- or de- or, uh, de- Dex and athletics. Wits. I'm gonna go. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go wits. I'm gonna go wits. No, no. We're oh, he's, go. Got a perce- he's got to perceive. He's got perception a and empathy. I've got a ten, nine, eight. And empathy. What yeah, you- actually, it's good. Yep. Um, you see, he's about to grab this sword, frozen in the ice right now. Um, is he worried about the people coming up, or is he just? No, he's just trying to grab his. It seems to be grabbing his sword. Whoa, whoa, whoa. He seems to be just trying to grab his sword out of the ice. My dwarven friend, I think the demon or lady or whatever in the water has that your sword now until we come up with a better means to get it. If you put your hands on it, they may take you down with you. It's hmm. just steel. We can get more later. I I was more concerned about being frozen into the lake. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly it. Well, Octavius doesn't know that that's happening. I didn't know that that's happening. You do now. And, and, well, and Thaddeus, you definitely know that. Well, I froze over right there, and I saw his sword freeze over right there. Well, my sword didn't freeze. Oh. No, he's talking about uh, Cal's. Cal's, Cal's sword is frozen yeah. right there. His sword is frozen right there after smashing over the ice. Right. I don't know what the I, fuck is going on. I'll just say it. I'll just say it. It's steel. Leave it. Gentlemen, there may be a possibility that there is actually magic happening in this lake. I wouldn't stick anything else further in it, nor would I touch those weapons until you understand what it is. Exactly. Just leave them there. It appears just be ice. Yeah, there's no, no magic. No, not freezing yeah. over like that. Trust me, I've I'll lived on this lake the for woods. 50 years. I swam in this lake for about 40 years. You don't Shit hear Shit like chimes. this never happens. You don't hear the chimes anymore. They're gone. I can almost assure you that whatever's happening here is unnatural. And we're going to need help. So I'm glad these people are coming. And no, you're not going to take the fall for it. My family was known for looking out for the people here. And since you're here now, I'll consider you an honored guest. And we'll look after you just as such. You guys look down at the antlings and they turn to sap right in front of your eyes. All of their armor, their hair, their skin, everything just turns to sap. And you just see little pools of sap where the antlings were. What is happening? Does it freeze in the ice too? So you guys see these two gentlemen walking up with uh, four uh, guardsmen walking with them. Like I said, one is Armin Decius and one is Ironfall Wills. Now, Ironfall Wills is bald head. He's got a long red beard. He's about four foot eight, 300 pounds. 
His beard's braided, his face is pitted, so is his nose, his eyes are sunken in, and he has what in this world considers the eyes of Hades. He's got fire in his eyes. Uh, he has a thick build. He wears heavy armor. He, the armor is chaos embroidered, and it's black and red with hints of gold throughout his armor. And what I mean by chaos embroidered is it has what you guys would know as the Eye of Chaos on it. No, well, you'll, you'll see the banner on the website. Yeah. <clears throat> There's a relief of a black dragon on his chest, on his uh, uh, armor. And he has tattoos covering most of his head and face. He's, uh, he's not completely ugly, but he's not handsome at all. So, like uh, everyone here but me. His apparent age is unknown. Ironfall Wills. For 25 years now, he's acted as a liaison between it, the people here and the magistrate in this town. Um, he is well-respected by the people, and he's done this for a long time. Armin Decius is the captain of the guard, and he's the eldest son of House Decius. And he is the wisest and most capable armsman of all the noble houses, ex- including you, Octavius. Mm-hmm. You respect him, too. Um, he was chosen by the town to regulate and watch over Pergamon. Uh, he took over uh, from his late uncle about 10 years ago. Uh, he's very tall. He's about six foot three. He's about 230 pounds. He's got black hair. He's got like those Caesar cut, you know what I mean? But he's got that long braid rat tail going down his back. He's very muscular. He wears light armor. He's got noble garbs on. And he's a very attractive, handsome human. And you know he's about 41 years old. Okay. These are the two gentlemen walking up with the other guardsmen. The other guardsmen, they're not important unless you decide to engage them. As the outsider, I'm just going to step back and just, I'll I'll blow my whistle so the bird comes down. Your bird comes down. You see, no, this is something you notice. You see Octavius. You see Cal. Uh, I, I don't know if you said this or not. But uh, Cal drops his dagger immediately and puts up his hands. I, I, I imagine that I've been in trouble with these guys before. Yeah, I'm sure you have yeah, at some so point. I, mm-hmm. So I, 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 but, go, I go for the full... But I, you see Cody does the same thing. He drops his bone and he kind of puts his hands up like... like I don't disarm. We don't, we don't I don't here. throw my dagger sword into the ice because all the shit's getting stuck. But I do just spin it around, put it behind my back and put the other arm in the air. Then kind of motion them over to come and talk to us. I don't disarm at all. I mean, I sheath my weapon, but I don't. I don't change anything about anything. Kirdorf, I'll put my arms in the air as well and uh, shout a hearty greeting to them. Oh Christ! Here we go. Ironfall Wills doesn't say anything as he's walking up. The first thing he does is start evaluating the area and looking at everything. You're assuming he's here for one reason, because the magistrate. Because the magistrate. He is here representing the magistrate. He is a sheriff. He is the branching liaison between the town and the magistrate. I'm going to slowly reach down to my belt and and grab my flagon and just start swigging off of it. I'm not surprised that he's here, especially with the magistrate's daughter being the one in the ice. Armin actually kind of embraces you a little bit, Octavius. My friend. My brother. Put arms around him. Hold on to him. Good to see you out here, my friend. He whispers in your ear. Is that who I think it is? It is. My condolences, my friend. I know you were close to her. We were very close. He leaves your embrace. Kyle. Hi. 
What are you doing out here? Drinking. Uh, asked him <laughs> to come out and assess the situation. We heard news that there was somebody on the property, and whenever I went to investigate, I ran into this gentleman, Badius. Slowly roll here. Um, Kyle, it's good to see you. I'm glad you're not mixed up in this in a nefarious way. He, sh- he goes to shake your hand. Not this time. I'll, I'll switch hands with my flask and I'll... Introductions. Grimdorf. Grimdorf Bronzebeard. You're a noble Grimdorf. Of the Merchant's Guild. You're from Tradeport. I am. And you're a guest. I am Armin Decius, House Decius. I'm the captain of the guard here in West Pergamon. It is a pleasure to meet you. And you as well. I wish it could be under better circumstances. Apparently. But the good news is I am a sellsword. And it looks like you're in need of one. <laughs> well, let's hope it doesn't come to that. He looks towards you, Badius. I'm still standing in the background a little bit, you know, kind of taking in the, the view. I'm not really paying too much attention to the men as of right now. I'm still watching for the wolves and watching for the wild and stuff. Are we still in danger? Who said, I heard that, wolves, who, who said that to me? Armandesius. I heard wolves as we were approaching. It seems the threat is gone for now. You hear Ironfall? It is. And it will be as long as I'm here. He kind of looks back towards you guys with a raised eyebrow. When he's looking at you guys, he's been looking at the scene here. He you knows this woman very well. CSI. He's very, yeah, he's very close to this woman. And he sees that you guys are injured. Well, that's some of us. I am very injured. <laughs> you see, Armin? We were defending this woman from wolves and entlings. He looks to you again, Ibadius. Sir Traveler, you are a man of the wild. Yes, I am. Is the danger no more? Don't know. Not to certain. If I were to guess, not until this body is removed. Ironfall, Armin says to him. Can this body be removed? You see, Ironfall. In my days, you have never seen a thing such as this. Be careful. Anything struck into the ice of this lake is frozen. Thanks for the full warning, Ironfall says. I can see the blade stuck in there. There's real magic going on here. How is that possible? Anything is possible in this world, my friends. If we are, in fact, friends. I see that you're injured, fellow dwarf. He stands up to you. Only a bite from a wolf. A bite from a wolf can kill a man. Not a dwarf. He kind of cracks a <laughs> smile at you. Even the hardiest dwarfs have fallen under less circumstances. May I help you? Ah, I could use a rag, sure. I will do more than that. Uh, I'm gonna slowly step back. Don't go anywhere, Cal. You stay right where you are, Ironfall says to you. You're not going nowhere. I say something. He fought gallantly trying to protect him. And he succeeded in felling one of the beasts. Good. So he'll stick around when I need to question him. Won't you? 
question that one about magic? Of, of course I'd stick around. Don't go too far. Are you injured? No, sir. Are you injured? He says to you, Bettis. Yes. Come, join us. For a moment. You may want your men to surround this body, then. They are not my men. You see Armin Decius. Ironful. I'll make sure this area is protected. Octavius, your man Cody, can you come with us? Absolutely. We're going to walk the lake, make sure the, safe, the area is secure. Cody, you didn't take any wounds. You're fine. I'm good, my lord. You see him. He kind of stands up, finally. He's been kneeling, aiming this whole time at the forest, watching the whole forest. Taking point? Mm-hmm. Good man, Cody. Cody gets up and walks with the guards and Armin. As they walk away, it's just the four of you guys. Overwatch, it would be. Yeah. It's just the four four of you guys with Ironfall wills. Well, the three of you that are injured. Gather closely, for I need you to hear what I have to say. Moving close. By the grace. By the light. By the dark. By all that is chaos, all that still holds neutral law within this world, I grace you with that of his name, of Lucritus. He touches your arm, which has been wounded. He grabs your thigh. He grabs your arm that was wounded. You guys feel this euphoric high, and you hear Ironfall. There's nothing that pleases him more than to see you in great health. And Lacritus now has his eyes on you. Make him watch over you. And like that, you guys are all healed, all three of you. And you see Ironfall take a knee, completely fatigued after that. Are you okay? I bend down. And you see Ironfall, he kind of puts his hand on your shoulder. What just happened? What did he do? I healed you. By the grace of Lacritus, I healed you. Who or what is Lacritus? Would that be common knowledge? Uh, It's a little bit common knowledge. I do have theology. Lucritus is the one god. Lucritus is the only remaining god in this world. Much like Yahweh here. Mm -hmm. Mm. (laughs) My character is suspecting different. But that's something I keep to myself. Uh, At any rate, the three of you guys are completely healed. And you see... Nothing happens. There's nothing in the wind. There's nothing weird that happens. The only thing that happens is this dwarf is completely de- like depleted of energy. Yeah. I'll wait till he gets back up before I say anything. He doesn't get back up. Okay. He stays there kneeled. And the snow and the wind hit him. And it almost looks like he's sleeping. Take up the extra cloak and wrap it around him. He doesn't move at all. I'm going to go for my, my blade and try to, like, eh, kick it. Just kick, kick, try to kick some of the ice off of it. I don't. doesn't do anything. Has anyone else here seen him do this? Is he okay? You've never seen anybody do anything like this. Hmm. Do uh, any of you guys want to want to drink? Yeah, I took a shot. You see Armin and the rest of the gentlemen with Cody come back. Now, we've searched the, uh, is he okay? He signals to the sheriff. What's wrong with him? He restored our wounds and then just went down. What? He's, he's uh, tired. What do you mean he restored your wounds? I show my torn up arm and 
Ah, uh, there's no blood beneath it. And as you can see, the blood on my sleeve is still wet. Impossible. The evidence is before you. You saw my thigh hanging out from underneath my coat. The forest line seems to be secure. There's no animals out there that is nefarious. Gentlemen, we need a quiet, calm place to speak. Are there these creatures that came for her? Will they come back? I don't know. As long as her body isn't protected, I would think so. What will it take to protect her? Will these four guardsmen suffice? I will stay here. No. I have questions for you. Well, you can question me here. How many gentlemen will it take? How many guardsmen? I have 25 at my disposal. I would bring them to the lake. All 25? Yes. Every single one of them? Because they were defeated by the us, they'll probably get more and come back. Who will get more? The Ents. What's an Ent? It's, it's a fairy Not folk. important. This is the Avakari. All you need to know is there's something in those wilds that want this body. If your majesty wants his child back, his child back, bring men here to protect him. Will you men wait longer so I can gather some more troops? I will not move from this place. Absolutely. And then from there, we go to your estate, Octavius. Yeah, this is the closest. the closest one. While you're bringing up troops. Maybe you send Cody there shield. and get your hearth ready for us. This guy seems like he's in charge. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I'll pull him close to me. He kind of looks at you like... like. You Listen, know. if it's the Akari, there are things that will frighten the Akari. Flame. Fire. So bring torches? Yes. Surround the place with torches and what else that you can. Octavius, I'll be back. Send Cody to your farm. Let them know we'll be coming. I will. Cal, mm. I want you to come with me. I will not leave here. Octavius, he leans in close to you. He doesn't leave this area. He's not going anywhere. None of us are going not anywhere. Not until I figure out what's going on here. All of us are going to stay right here. Gentlemen, you stay here, he says to his guardsmen. Cody, you're coming with me. I'm going to escort you back to the farm. You get your farm ready. Keep an eye on the sheriff until he stands. We'll stand guard over him and protect him. He bows to you guys. And then he starts walking off with Cody. While they're doing this, I'll, I'll start stepping away and start following the wolf tracks back towards the wolf, uh, the wood line to see which direction they headed. Roll uh, perception and survival. And then I want you to do a wits and survival roll. Eight, nine, nine and ten. I got a five on the first roll. Okay. For survival and What was your difficulty? I didn't roll anything under an eight. Okay. Um, the second roll, <clears throat> I only got one success, the wits roll. That one's enough. Um, the first roll you take into the forest, and the tracks don't make sense, Badius. They move around, they backtrack, they follow themselves, and it all comes from one point, which is a tree. I'll go to the tree. Okay. Now you're wits and survival. This tree does not belong here. Doesn't it isn't supposed to exist in these northern Alps. This is a tree that belongs in no man's cross. Does it look planted or does it look um No, it's well structured, well rooted. How old would I guess that it was? The type of tree, with one success you can't tell. You just know that it doesn't belong. 
Hmm. I'll start heading back towards where the lake. Okay. As uh, Badius is gone, you see the sheriff kind of starts slowly opening his eyes. Uh, Grimdorf, he looks for you uh, for help to get up. Because he, he trusts you because you're a dwarf and he's a dwarf and there's this weird kind of dwarven thing. Camaraderie. Yeah, exactly. Do you help him up? I do. He kind of nods his head. Thank you, boy. I appreciate it. Animal wineskin. I do not drink. Hmm. A dwarf who doesn't drink. I do not drink on the field. I keep my head about me. I imagine... The, the boy Armin went back to fetch more men. Yes. We w- went to get at least I don't want for 20 or 25. I don't want you to put you in a gentleman in a position of double questioning. So I'll keep my questions for when he returns. We're fine with that. Is there anything that I am not noticing here or not seeing? The shackles. That is the very first thing I saw. Gentlemen. I can tell you this. Those are not ordinary shackles. Manacles. These are very powerful artifacts. What about the mark on her back? The tattoo? Mm-hmm. It's dwarven. I'm sure you could have translated that, Master Dwarf. Uh, certainly. Is it on our lower back? Is it a tramp stamp? <laughs> no, it's, in, it's down the middle oh, of her spine. Oh, she just died, you fucking <laughs> lady. <laughs> it's still down her back like a tramp stamp. <laughs> I think. <laughs> <laughs> They're coming back. Just wait. So tramp stamps have not gone anywhere. <laughs> Trust me. That's because they're permanent, Peter. <laughs> um, Grimdorf. From what you can see, it says, it's, this is an ancient text here. This is not like modern dwarf. Um, it says, those who wear it are consumed. They will, and that's all you can read before it hits the ice and it gets distorted and you can't read the rest. I'd read that out loud for everybody. Those who wear are consumed. Shit. They wear, those who wear it. Those who wear it. Uh, Octavius Cal, you guys know that she's had this tattoo for as long as you've known her. She's always had this tattoo. This isn't new. Okay. You guys never knew what it said. You never asked her before. What? Where is it on her? It's down her spine. It's in Dwarven down her spine. She's naked. Yeah, I've never seen her naked. Uh, Yeah, but you've seen it coming out of her neckline. She's worn like shorter tops and her belly shirts and stuff. You've seen it on her spine. Little halter. Yeah, you've, you've you've seen it within moments. Uh, but let it be known, I've not done anything. Neither one of you guys have. All right, good. You get back, Badius. Uh, out of the group, who do I seem to feel that is either in charge or that I trust the most? The sheriff is definitely in charge. Is he awake? Oh, yeah, he's mm-hmm. awake now. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's um, talking to them right now. I'll, I'll make my way up and wait for his attention to come on me, and then I'll... He notices you. I follow the trail back into the wolf, um, the forest. The uh, captain of the guard, Decius, said that we are not no longer in trouble. Is this true? I wouldn't say so much. Is there something mysterious out there? 
Mysterious is not the word I would use. What is the word that you would use? Well, I traced the trail back. It circled around. And there seems to be a tree that does not belong. What does that mean? I would only be making guess. Perhaps it's related to the riders. Is it considered an educated guess? It, I can say this. The tree that does not belong here is a southern tree. Is it something that cannot survive in these conditions? I wouldn't think so. It's unnatural. Octavius. Yes, sir. At your home, do you have a map of these areas? I do. Would you be able to locate it on a map? Of course. I know these areas very well. When when we get back to your homestead... We'll pull up a map and figure out exactly where this tree is. It may mean nothing. But it may be something. How far away is this tree? Uh, It's halfway up the... uh, the 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 hill to the right of the lake. Yeah. How long did it take me to walk? Mm, twenty minutes there, twenty minutes back. And then the trail didn't go beyond that. Nope. It was about twenty minutes walk to the woods. The trail ended there. I've seen many things in the wild, and I've heard of many things. These entlings, they come from the Akari. It's not completely unheard of. That. <laughs> and he's gonna pop. Peter just took a swig off my fucking vapor. These things, these endings, they're the Akari. Would it be unknown that they could use the trees to travel through? To travel through? What do you mean? There are other means of travel than walking. Sure. I don't say anything else. You see the shirt? <laughs> hmm. He looks at you. He looks at your colors. You're Trinidine. I am. He raises an eyebrow at you. I thought you weren't existent anymore. Well, who on earth told you that? A people in charge. Well, they were wrong. As you say that, you guys see 15 more city guards coming back with Armin. Nice. And you see three people from your house, Octavius, mm-hmm. servants, and you see three people from House Stasius. How about we attempt to ex- uh, excavate her? You see the Ironfall. I think that's a bad idea. I don't even know if I can get your swords out of this ice, let alone her. I care more about her than any steel. As do we all, but we need to think about this. We can't just... You see Ironfall, he makes a roll. I don't mean to round up you, Jake. Go ahead. No. We can't just rush into this and have another mistake. Something happened that's trapped her and sucked her in here, and I have no idea about magic, and I don't know what's going to happen if we open her. Well, Maybe magic. there's something underneath her that she's holding underneath. Cal, Ironfall looks at you after... Uh, Octavius says that, and he kind of nods his head, and he looks at you. What? Did you even look at her shackles, or the manacles? Uh, I know that she has them on. Do me a favor. They keep going down. Look at them again, and you tell me if there's something natural about them. 
I'll have a look. I'll give my ignorance. I did it. I already did a uh, perception on him. Yeah, you're. Uh, you didn't get any tens though. Unless no, you get any tens this no, time. No, I didn't get any tens. You want me to re-roll now? Mm-hmm. Make uh, another roll. Per- perception and uh, what? Larceny. larceny. Yep. I'm going to uh, burn a uh, willpower. Okay. Uh, before my roll, just to get at least one success. Forgive my ignorance. I'm not from this place. What is your name? Badius. Badius, I am Sheriff Ironfall Wheels. I am the sheriff of these lands. Was this woman important? She is my lord's daughter. She is the utmost importance in this town. According to him. Hmm. You were close to this girl? Very close. Two successes. Two successes? You bend down to the ice. One second, uh, Batty S. Octavius. You bend down to the ice and you kind of start kind of moving all the the, uh, top layer of snow off their armor. Yeah, and you kind of get to the ice a little bit. And you take your wine sack and you kind of pour it on the ice a little bit. And you take your rag out of your pocket and you kind of wipe it down so you can kind of see and do it a little bit. And you start looking. And you start studying these manacles. It's not just her wrists. Kyle. Her ankles. You can see deep into the ice. Her ankles are manacled also. She's kind of uh, reverse hogtied underneath this ice. Like her hands and feet go the opposite way of hogtying. You know what I mean? If hogtying was going so this way. So they're in the front. Yeah, they're in the front. But they're shackled together. Mm. But you guys didn't notice her feet were shackled also. And you study and you like look at that. Electro kind of? Mm-hmm. Is there any movement down there now that I've glossed the ice? Absolutely so, not. It's frozen. So it's, it's like 100% to the, to the core frozen. As far as you can see. There's no, there's no foliage like you know, moving in. Mm-mm. As far as you can see, you can't even see the bottom of the lake right now. Huh. The bottom of the lake is a dark, deep abyss. And there's a... Sh- the chains on her shackles, they go down? Oh, yeah. Past everything. Past your sight. And you see the manacles, and you're looking at the locks with your larceny. Is that another roll? No, you already got it. No, oh, right, right, right. You got 110, and you roll the willpower point. Oh, uh, yeah. 110 with the willpower point. These are not man-made manacles. So it- I have no chance in hell opening them. You have a chance, but it's in hell. Oh. <laughs> How poetic. Demon chain. I'm not selling my soul to open some manacles, I'll tell you that. You've heard of this. Your master that taught you this stuff. Mentor. Your mentor. Spoke of this. Years before this cold of non-magic hit this world. The words chains of frozen binding come to your mind. I'll go over this, Sheriff. What do you see? This is between me and you. I am not the captain of God here. Boy, I care nothing of your skills. I lean into him. I've heard of this. He leans in close to you. What do you see? 
This is a, it's a magical item. These are uh, chains of ice binding. So it's not just going to take a skill, is it? Oh, I have no idea how to break this. Let's keep this to ourselves for now. May I be released now? And unless the captain says you can. He's in charge here. You see uh, Armin walk up. He looks to you, Badius. Will this men suffice? He's got 15 men with him. And six servants. <clears throat> Do they have flame? What is that? Oh, yeah, they all have torches. They have hiccup torches? <laughs> they all have torches. <laughs> they all have torches. I don't know if they'll suffice. They're all armored. And they're all ready to oh, defend. Yeah, but I can't. I can't guess what they're. The no, you have no idea what they're yeah, capable that's of. That's what I'm saying. But if this is what you have, then it will do. These are the men. This is the city's top men. These are my handpicked men for this town. Well, I wish you all the best of luck. Then. Is there something I don't know that you are not telling me? I don't know what's going on here. You see the servants, your servants, Octavius and Dexius' servants, start building a tent and cover around the girl on the lake. Be careful what you do around the ice. What do you mean? You see, Cody, don't put anything in the ice. At, at all. Not that you can get don't through it without immense strength anyways. As you see those sword, and that sword, they're all frozen and stuck. We'll need to go to the sage. He stands up. I suggest we go to your house first and speak of what's going on here. Hmm. Let's go to your estate, Octavius. Get somewhere warm. Get some fresh cloaks. You see, uh, Cody. Some your coffee, some teas. Your father is expecting us. This situ- the house is open. This situation seems like it's in hand. You're not going You anywhere. see, Armin. You're no position to be making statements like that, Octavius, but he is right, Cal. You're coming with us. Oh, Until we get to the bottom of this, you're not... S- you know I had, you know I had nothing to do with I this. I know you were with her the night before last. So as far as I'm concerned, you're the last person to see her alive. Oh, so am I, am I a, a man of interest? An elf of interest? A person. Person of, of interest. Fuck off. You know I'd never do this. You know I would trade my life for hers any day. He pulls you in close, Cal. Cal, if you leave now, the magistrate will look for the person responsible, and you don't want to be that person. All right, all right. Yeah. Okay. We have to ride this out. Shut up. In for a penny, in for a pound. I've said. You see, Armin, he looks at you and he kind of gives you like a look of like, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, I get you. I'll do as you ask. Will you join us, Badius, to uh, Octavius' estate and give your report of what you've seen? I'll see this through as far as I can. This has piqued my interest. You guys start making your way into Octavius's farm. The farm itself um, is in uh, the lower part or the upper part of the valley. So if you guys were coming down from the lake, which was at the upper part of the hills, it goes down further. West Pergamon is in the actual valley of this part of Farine. 
So there's a river on the other side of Octavius's farm. There's a bridge on that river. That bridge goes into West Pergamon. Your farmlands, you have a couple farmhouses out there where your people live. There's farmlands. This is after the bridge. Um, and then you have your main estate, which is kind of an L shape around the farmlands. From there, you can kind of see in the distance the lake. It's up a little higher because that's higher up under the uh, valley hills than your farmland is. It's a beautiful estate. It really is. It's a nice place to live. You guys start kind of walking into your home. You guys go through the doors. It's a big wooden hall. It's Baddius, Cal, Octavius, Grimdorf, uh, the Sheriff, Ironfall, the Captain of the Guard, Armin, Cody. I think that's it, right? Mm -hmm. uh, as we walk up, is there a place I could hood, hood the eagle and perch it? Yeah, there's a, uh, to the, uh, as you walk it to the uh, state. I mean, being lords, they might have a mew. I don't know. Uh, they do have a mew. All right, well, if there's a mew, I'll hood it um, and put it away before we go in. Yeah, you you see a boy there. You need I will a take care for that. I will take care of him, my lord. He takes the bird, Baddius. You kind of follow in after everybody else. Octavius, you're the first through the doors. Um, <laughs> you see, uh, what was the? Uh, Pris. Pris, you see Pris greets you. My lord. I've sent word to your father. Um, we're prepping him now, uh, getting him ready for visitors. Uh, if you'll take everyone to the great hall, you can and speak freely there. there. Make sure we're teas, coffee, <laughs> something to warm us all up. Spirits. I have it all set up, my, my master. Thank you. Spirits. You guys see me walk in, and you guys see me finally pull my hood down and pull my mask down, and you guys see me. I have really long, black, like jet black hair. But there's like a white streak on both sides, kind of like um, like pure white on both sides. And then I have the the, the Viridian, Viridian eyes, um, the green eyes. And then you see the makeup is all over my face, but you also see tattoos written across my uh, the top of my cheeks. And I have the Viridians have very similar tastes to like jewelry and body piercings as the dwarves. So you see me, you know, there's you saw the rings and stuff, but you see now. On my face, you see that there's like many piercings and earrings and stuff like that. And you're human. Lots of jewelry. Yep. Yeah. Human. Very much human. And as I like come in and get comfortable in the house, take coffee from Chris and get a cloak on me, my eyes start to become like a little more golden and relaxed and calm down. Less of the green and irritated. Where are your hands? Where are my hands? Right the hall me. that you guys go into is a big hearth in the middle. And it opens up into the ceiling. And up Peter into the center of the room. <laughs> Stretched over <laughs> the hearth, you see a giant. Uh, you see a giant meal. Looks like some kind of pig or small cow or something. Is something stretched over the, the 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 fire of the hearth? And there's vegetables sitting around. It looks like what's going to be eating tonight. And around that, you see tables set up, and it's set up almost kind of like a small. Uh, tavern uh there's a bar in the corner and you see press she's starting to set up some drinks there for you guys to drink there's tapestries hanging in there there's lots of wild animals on the walls that have been mounted you see armin your hall was always nicer than ours octavius <laughs> always appreciated your hall thank you very much <clears throat> so we'll be expecting your father today i hope we don't disturb him they're prepping him to bring him down just a moment this is pretty important. What a tragedy. Yes. 
Does somebody want to tell me what the fuck is going on here? Why is the magistrate's daughter buried in ice in the lake? Listen, I know you don't know me. Right, I don't know you. But if I could interject. I've seen many things in the wild. Lots of things. And looking at this, it's magic. Uh, you see uh, Ironfall? No, he's right. This is magic. Have you ever seen anything like this? You see Ironfall? Mm. Absolutely. But not up in this far north. Not up here. Uh, before, before anyone else gets here, what, what could this town have done? One of the Entlings that we fought issued a warning to us. I didn't understand the language, but Cal did. It's something with this village. My this village was selected. I try to hide it, but I, I get uncomfortable. You see the sheriff? What did the Entlings say? He looks right to you, Cal. We've uh, brought de death to our village, and... Uh, they, uh, they, they pity us. Some sort like that. I have a nine and an eight to try to hide my um, suspicions from the group. You see the Iron Falls? I hate to break this to you, Cal. But a lot of you are joining me at the Sagaius Hall tonight. You know the magistrate is going to shackle me, just for just for. So help me understand how you are not a part of this situation. You yeah, know, you, you say your part. I'll make sure that you get out tonight. Oh, no, I'll tell you one thing that I that I am guilty of hanging out with his daughter, but not in a atrocious way. Did he know that you were hanging out with Kara? Certainly not. I can tell you what I saw. What? He, I can tell you exactly what happened. He was was nowhere near her when this happened. I brought Cal up to this whole situation. It, listen. You see, Armin, t t tell us, Mr. Badius, what, what happened out there in your opinion? Badius is my first name. It is fine. As I journeyed through the, piece, uh, the pass, I saw the body in the lake. You were the first one to find it? Yes. As I ventured to the lake, I also noticed the wolves, but I didn't know there were riders on them yet. One of his people must have seen me out there, looking suspicious, I assume. A cloaked man with weapons. Not something you'd want to see on your property. Admittedly, I was trespassing, but it was a quick pass to where I was going. As they sent men to investigate, they saw what I had already discovered. Their first intent was to remove her from the lake. That is why they came. I don't have my doubts that the reason was to remove responsibility from his lands. But as you can see, there is no one here capable of doing what you've seen. All, you see the chef, from what I know, everything can be a deceiving situation. Well, then I'll be honest with you then. 
As far as I'm concerned, the wild was removing something that didn't belong. Something your kind brought. Maybe. But... Maybe that's what the warning was. It very well could have been. I still have to bring you to the magistrate. Sheriff, if you don't let me go, I'm going to spend years for this. You understand that, right? Do you have people here in this room that will speak? I will speak on your behalf. I will not let you go down for this. As will I. You see Jake's father walk in the room. Crutch. He puts his arm around you, Cal. How are you, boy? You doing good? Oh, thank you, sir. Kind of puts his hand through your hair. It's good seeing you. My pleasure to see you, uh, Vertical. I will speak for him, too. Sheriff. Although I speak for most of the men in this room, other than the master dwarf that I see, and we know that there's no way that this dwarf is capable, even though it is coincidence that this happened while he arrived. And, same thing with the men, the wild men. We've, on this farm, Octavius will vouch for this, have been seeing these wild men use our trails for many years, tens, twenties, thirties of years. Has the Trin and I not used our trails on our lands for cut across for decades? It is a known pass to the mountains. It is purely coincidental that he fell on this woman. And if he hadn't found this woman today, I'm sure that none of us would be sitting here talking about it. No, she would have been up there for at least until spring. I will put my name personally on this, Sheriff. That none of these men, at least the ones I know, and the visitors, I can, <clears throat> I can see in their eyes, they have nothing to do with this. It seems a likely place for this to happen, but not because of anything else other than lake itself. I think we need to investigate the situation a little bit more and figure out what kind of fucking cunt did this to this property here. Am I right, son? Absolutely. But if you have to take them to see the magistrate, I will put the stamp of approval that Cal and my son had nothing to do with this. Cal has been working with our estate for quite some time now. I know the boy's character and I'll speak for it. You see the sheriff? I'm not here to prosecute anybody. You see Armin? Maybe the magistrate will know more about the situation once he hears news of it. Maybe he knows somebody that she's been seeing. Somebody thinking Or maybe he has enemies. Or that too. You guys hear <laughs> Cal. You see your black cat walking in fucking Octavius's hall. <laughs> you see Octavius's father? He didn't lay in with the fucking mangy fairy line in my house. Uh, I didn't bring it in. Callus, you know this animal? Oh, it's Shane. You hear it. Where's Shane? Shane. What the hell is Strange Shane? name for a cat. <laughs> he told me. Told me that was his name. Oh, he did. You never had to talk to your cat? I've never owned a cat. I don't really own him either. We're just buddies. Hmm. This is not your animal, Octavius' father say. Nah. Is it not following you? 
No, it's just my friend. For the sake of the Kratos, pick it up, get it out of my hole. I'll, I'll grab him. <laughs> it smells of smoke, <clears throat> Cal. I'll walk him outside, sniff him. It smells of smoke and soot. You can see the soot in his fur. I talked to him. What, what are you doing at, Shane? <laughs> I'll plop him down. He kind of jogs on off and he stops. He looks at you. He stares at you for a moment. The snow kind of glimmers in his eye. What, buddy? And then he runs off. <laughs> you go back inside and join everybody. Where have you been hiding that thing? He was involved in a fire, covered in soot, smells like smoke. It's snowing. How is your cat involved in a fire? Maybe he was in a chimney. No, he, he, he hangs out in the bell fire by the fireplace. In the fireplace? Oh, right next to the fireplace. That's where he hangs out. Do I notice how perceptive he is? Oh, to, yeah. To get warm. Grimdorf is not just a merchant, Baddius. What? He's very, like, intuitive. I'll stand up and walk over to the cat trail. I saw you with I'll the cat the earlier today. Okay. Then it was black. Now it's mostly gray. That's Why? Nine. Oh. I don't know what the fuck he gets into. That's another ten. Two tens, nine, six, seven. That cat fucking bolted, man. There's a trail that goes off in the wild. What's the deal? You can see me grab my cloak. I just kind of nod at you. I put my cloak on. You see Octavius my father as well. The what, cat? What's going on? You see the sheriff? Wait, wait, wait. What's going on here? We're supposed to be leaving here soon. I need to take you to the magistrate to explain to him what's going on with his daughter. There's a fire. I'll what? start walking outside. We're leaving with the Trinidine Ranger. We'll be back soon enough. <laughs> you see the you see Armin. Guys, 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 guys. A little order here. Please. You step outside with me for a moment. All of you. Uh, sure. Mm-hmm. There's a fire. We'll find out real quick. Start looking to the horizon. Exactly. Oh, Peter. Ten, eight, six. Ten, eight, six. All right. Yeah, you you uh, you see it and you smell it too. On the horizon line, you see a smoke plume. Um, it's being shrouded by the sun setting. Where is that? At this point. It's in the wild. Off in the woods. Outside of town. It's the northwest. It's the wild. Your cat usually travels this far from town? Well, you know, it's not my cat. It's just... The cat? Your friend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes all around. <clears throat> you, you see the, the, the sheriff and the what captain look that? at each other? Is that a fucking fire? It is. You see the you see Armin. I'm the captain, sheriff. I will deal with this situation. I will make sure everyone returns our premises. We'll be at your magistrate's hall by nightfall. You see the sheriff. For your friends, sake, I hope so. Lead the way. I'll pull my mask up and pull my hood over. Oh, Peter. Mm-hmm. Are you just rolling a donk? 
that's three nines so far in survival. <laughs> so you make your way to, you follow these kitty footprints, and they're pretty apparent. And it takes you into the wild. It doesn't take you very far, and it takes you into a small shack, and you see a small shack on fire there. And the snow is just starting to kind of put it out. And then the horizon, as the sun's getting close to setting, because the day's been going by pretty fast now. It's a small shack. Whose place is this? Do I know who it is? No idea what house this is. It's a small peasant house. Could have been here for years. You have no idea. We'll go around for the cat. You see the cat sitting there in the snow. I think I take off my sword belt, hand it to Jake. Okay. Take off my bow and my uh, quiver. And then I'll start making my way into the shack. I pull up my mask high. So it cover, you know what I mean? And pull my, my hood over and I stay low. You're going to be rolling your decks on athletics, trying not to get burned. Mm-hmm. Anybody else going in with him? I, oh, I am. Absolutely. I roll myself in the snow to get myself nice and wet and before I go six, in. Six, six. Grimdorf, you said you are so too? So evil. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys uh, roll your decks in athletics? I'm going to do a perception roll. A decks in athletics to walk into a house? Oh, burning down? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I'm going to do a fort. Four? Jake, you get a plus one to your roll, uh, your difficulty, or a minus... Minus, plus, minus one? Is it minus one to your difficulty? Minus one to your difficulty? Reduce the difficulty. Yes. Because yes. uh, you cut yourself in uh, water and ice. What's the difficulty? Six normally. I'm going to do a perception and alertness roll to listen for um, screams before I go Wait, in. Wait, are you, are you coming in too? Because I just handed you my shit so it doesn't catch on fire. One success. <laughs> yes. I said... Give your stuff to uh, him, and I go to. I roll in the snow. Did you, you give your stuff to who? I give it to, to whom? I did you whom. Did you hear me that I'm uh, doing a perception roll? I did. Yeah. Call your difficulties a uh, seven. So as I go in with dwarf and what did you guys get? Toe. What did you get? Yeah, four successes. Oh. Four successes. Oh, Two, ten, and a six. One. Um. You almost get burned going in. You barely go in. You like get you catch on fire a little bit, and you kind of brush out on a wall a little bit, and tuck my sh- beard into my shirt. Yeah, you kind of shrug it off. You guys see a body laying scorched, totally burned, in the middle of this <laughs> nonsense. Um. All right. Um. Do I recognize the body at all? Victim no, of ice and a victim of fire. It's completely charred. So I take, what do I see in the, it, any, right around me? Anything immediate? The hand is stretched out from the chard, and it's got something gripped within its hand. It's a little parchment, but the parchment's not burning. Everything else is like black as, like, it's black as coal. Is the body so burned that if I were to touch it, like, it would fall to ash? It would crumble a little bit, yeah. Like grab the oh. note and run out. You're not before him. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I'm going to let you roll perception alertness while you're in here because there's going to be something else that you're going to miss. I break, gonna... I break the hand off. Okay. And then fucking get, uh, make sure one last pass if you need perception alertness or I guess he's rolling. Grimdorf is rolling it. All right. Well, then I'll just get the fuck out of the fucking fire. Octavius, you see uh, his... Two nines. Your I come in and put my shield over them to try and give them some cover. Two nines? There is something on the what looks to be the nightstand of this small shack, um, kind of gleaming in the icy snow and the uh, the fading sunlight. I grab it. You grab it. Mm-hmm. Give me a willpower save. Just twice this like game. a willpower roll. Mm-hmm. All right. What's the difficulty? An eight. 
I don't know how I rolled ten dice. I didn't roll a single eight, but I did. You didn't? Did not roll a single eight, yeah. Your mind flashes before your eyes, and you get, you get something in your head. And it can't. It's like a song that gets stuck in your head, and you can't get out of your head. And it's like been in there for... You ever had that? You've been in your fucking head for days and you wake up and it's in your fucking head? And it's not even a good song. Oh, God, it's just a random fucking shit. You don't know what it is? It's the key is the cove. The cove is only understood by the Trinidine. All right. That's repeated over and over and over and over and over in your fucking head. All right. Well, I'd definitely still grab the object and make my way outside of the building. Okay. You guys see Share that he comes out last, and he kind of stumbles and slides in the snow a little bit on his knees. You see Armand. Is he all right? Yeah. Help him to his feet. Repeat that over and over I'll again. I pull my mask down mm-hmm. and kind of, like, breathe heavy, breathe the ash out, cough a little. The key is the cove, and the cove is only understood by the Trinidine. When I grab this, that's all I could think in my head. What he says it, it like another ten fucking times. The key is the cove. The key is the cove. The key is the cove. What is he holding? I'll grab my cloak and is grab it, his hand with my cloak and open ho- his hand. Hodoring it? Mm-hmm. Or at least try to pry it open. You pry it open. What do I see? A glass mushroom. I'll grab it with my cloak. What? It's a crystal mushroom. Why is that funny? <laughs> it's a dildo. Nine times out of ten. Nine times out of ten. It's just shaver. a mushroom. It's only a buckwog. <laughs> Nine times out of ten, it's an electric shaver. But every once in a while, he looks around. It's, it's a dildo. <laughs> in the event of the of a dildo, we never refer to it as your dildo. Your dildo. Your dildo. Yeah, it's always referred. But to I don't it. own it. I drop it on the ground in it's, the snow. It's a small crystal mushroom. Why is that so funny to you? I don't know. It's just hilarious to me. Like, like crystalline. Like, it's a crystal mushroom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's a very um, expensive. I give him though. a pop in the face. <laughs> open hand. I, I kind of grab you by your shirt and give you a good slap in the face. Yeah. Are you snap- alright? It snaps you out of it, Grindorf. I'll be fine. It's still repeating in your head, but you'll be okay. What is that? I don't know. I wouldn't suggest anyone touching it, though. We'll wrap it. I look at the, the, the captain. You have a satchel of some kind? I do. I'll grab my sword from Peter, pull it out, pick up the, the mushroom with the sword and toss it towards him. I found this in the shed. I'll show you guys the hand. I'll pull the hand loose and wipe the fingers off of it and look at the piece of paper. There's something in there. What does it say? It says, Do not lose hope, servants of the sun. We still beat as one. Where there is light, you will still feel my warmth. I'll read it out loud. Intelligence and theology. The building was hot of flame. This was not burning. You still need some proof of magic. That's. Two tens, a nine, and a seven. Theology? Two tens, a nine, nine, and a seven? And a seven. You don't want to say... You're scared to say... Heresy. 
Mm-hmm. You're scared to say what that is. Maybe we should put that in my satchel. I hand it to him. What is it? Armand says. Come on your side, gentlemen. Here. That phrase you were speaking, that's not something you heard before? It isn't, no. It's something that happened when you pick up that glass? Only then. Do we have any idea whose lodging this is? I never, I didn't even know this house was out here, this cabin. That's you? No, I'd never seen it. Gentlemen, let's, let's make note of this. Let's gather any information we can from this situation here and we'll bring it back. This has nothing to do with me now. All All right. right. This clearly has nothing to do with me. Cal, you're involved whether you like it or not. This has nothing to do with the situation at the the lake. All right. (laughs) Gentlemen, would you be so kind to step back from the cabin for me so I can take a look at the the ground? Easily. Nick, I got a 10, a 9, and two sixes for a survival to look for tracks around the cabin. I want to know when the last time someone came here, if somebody set this place on fire, was it a group? Was it one person? Did somebody leave after the fire caught? I'm trying to get as much information tonight as I can. Difficulty of an eight. No survival. So two successes. Well, this is a uh, freshly fallen snow. You probably feel you see pretty easier than an eight. Two war horse steeds. Footprints. They stop about a kilometer or two away from the house, the cabin. And you see two heavy weighted footprints fall off of those horse prints and they walk to the house and then they walk back of the horse prints and they get on and they leave. Which direction do they go? Into the wild. Deep into the wild. Captain. Baddies? Two armored horsemen got off horses, traveled from the wild. Looks like they set this place ablaze with someone sleeping in it. They got on their horses and they left back into the wilds. Do we have anything to assume that this has to do with the woman in the lake, Kara? Seeing magic twice in one day, there's got to be something. All right, a fire is not necessarily magic, all right? Are things rescued from Parchment normally burns in a flame. How powerful is this magistrate? Because I'm looking to touch, uh, touch hill and run now. There isn't a man in this, man, woman, or creature in this village. That could stand to the magistrate. Well, the only reason I'm not leaving is because I'd be an easy scapegoat if I did, and they'd hunt me down and blame me for this. So I have no intentions of going, even though everything in my gut is telling me to get the fuck out of here. Well, we have to go to the inn. There'll be a, a pickup there to take us to the magistrate. So, I would suggest we do that. All right, let's go. You guys make your way back. Um, there is nothing else to see here at this cabin. You didn't miss anything. Okay. You make your way back to Octavius' estate. The sheriff gathers you. He takes you to the bale fire. This is now about six o'clock in the early evening. The sun's setting. The snow and the frost is hitting harder. You guys walk through town. You guys go into the bale fire. The sheriff says, wait here at this table. I have to collect a man. And then we will go see Magistrate. Lord Hexum, Demure. What's what's my uh, uh what's the barmaid's name? You don't know. Who, who who's my go-to? 
Uh, you, you know, I've been here is. for th- I've been here for three years. I, I know, know, but I said I established that in the first game. You actually don't really know her name. <laughs> You've never learned her name. She comes up. What's up, love? Uh, uh, the usual, please. Oh, your back. She pinches your cheek, Grimdorf. Such a handsome dwarf. Such good-looking skin. Why, why, why? Thank you. She makes her way back to the tavern. I just stand in, like near or whatever towards the doorway. Everybody, roll a one d ten. Tell me what you get. Five. Eight. Six. Oh, uh, what can I check? I'm sorry. One d ten. I'm sorry. What are we doing again? Two. Two? Yep. Is it the lowest one out of the group? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You feel a tickle on the back of your neck, Grimdorf. Smack it? Uh, it's an irritating tickle. Flick it away? <laughs> you just cut your neck. <laughs> you feel something burning on the back of your neck. You can turn around and you kind of start itching. Give me a perception alertness when you do that. Alright. What'd you get? One success. One success? You turn around. You see a rather large compared to you and kind of most people in this group, individual. He's cloaked and he's smoking a pipe. And you can't see his face. The cloak is kind of covering his face as he's holding the pipe. And he turns and looks at you like this. And you can kind of see his eyes kind of come through the cloak. And they're glowing a hot, hot white. Hmm. And he keeps smoking his pipe. You see the sheriff kind of bugger off a little bit. And he goes to the bar and he's talking to the barkeep about the person he's waiting to meet. And you hear, through all the commotion going on the bar. I see. I glance back at everyone else and then... They're just fucking sitting there at the table, like... I'm not sitting, I'm, I told you I was standing kind of like near the doorway, just watching. Are you, are you watching the whole group? Yeah, I'm just watching everything. Um, Octavius and Cal are sitting there, and, you know, Cal, you know, he starts kind of like pulling out coins and counting some coins and like getting ready to pay a bar tab to buy some more drinks and Octavius is like kind of talking to him about something else thinking about whether I want a drink or not yeah and uh, like come on Armin is just kind of spacing out sitting at the table the sheriff's walking up to the bar and you see Grimdorf kind of itching the back of his neck and he's getting annoyed and then a sudden you see him he kind of turns and looks and you see him look at this man sitting by himself in the corner and you see him spacing out for a second, and he looks back at a group. You can see his eyes glowing under the hood. He's smiling. He's got a big black beard under the hood and long, nappy black dreads hanging out of the hood. Oh, Christ. After you go to the Sergius Hall, it's where the magistrate lives. I'll be here. Come see me. Come find me. I'll be the man smoking the pipe. He leans back and starts puffing on his pipe. I nod confusedly and 
head back to the others. As he starts walking back. As he starts walking back, Baddius, you see the man smoking a pipe. You see his eyes. They glow white. Friend of yours. I just say to you as you're walking by. Perhaps. I haven't decided. Continue just waiting. The sheriff comes back. I have the escort coming down. The carriage is coming. We're going to Sugaius Hall now. Please. You, you're going to Sugaius Hall. Carl, I cannot tell you anymore this, than I, you must yeah, be on your best behavior, I, son. I'll fucking, I'm, I told you I'm going. <clears throat> he looks to you, Octavius, the sheriff does. Your mom, <laughs> mom's coming with me. He's dragging quite it? a bit. The sheriff go, kind of goes like this to you guys, and you guys <laughs> go and walk outside with him, and you see a carriage coming down. I'll help Peter's big... characters up, uh, up with, with Octavius. Okay. Get your fucking hands off me. I can walk. Do you see this carriage show up? It's an extravagant carriage, but it's Marmon. There's gargoyles on it. There's black obsidian all over it. There's black steeds, four of them, pulling it. And it's a big carriage. Good lord, how long, how, like, how wide are these roads? Uh, it's barely wide enough to keep this fucking carriage on it. Jesus. You guys climb into the carriage and it takes you up the road. It's the I mean, four of you. My carriage is pretty dirty. I'd probably just ride up top with the driver. You climb in, all of you guys, with the sheriff and the captain of the guard. You guys start traveling up the road. You guys see, at the top of this road, traveling up the valley side, it overlooks Octavius, your farm. It overlooks all the farms, um, but it's in the city. So you can kind of see it from all angles. This keep, the Sergius Hall. When you get into the courtyard, it opens up this horse carriage. Go pulls into the courtyard. You see those tall, kind of uh, Italian trees. Um, you see a garden to the right as you're going to the courtyard. And you see a horse stable a little bit past that with some beautiful stallions and steeds in there. You see somebody grab the horse things as you guys come into this courtyard. And the door opens and you see the sheriff climbs out. And he seems to like walk up to the front halls. And then he stops and he turns and looks back towards you guys. The sheriff points to um, Armin. You will stay with the carriage. You see Armin? Don't you think I should go inside to represent the people of the town? You see the sheriff? That is what I'm here for. You guys, anybody with high perception notices Grimdorf. All you guys have pretty good perceptions. There are at least 60 guards in this keep, looming, staring, watching, and Judging. they are not, they are not city watch. Look at the baby. Look at the baby. 60, that's a lot. Yes. Yeah. They're not people you see in the city, and they're wearing a chaos legionnaire garbs. Oh, goodness. Okay. Mm-hmm. You see the sheriff? He looks to you guys like, come on. You see him, he's pretty relaxed, the sheriff is. Let's start making our way in. I meander, I meander forward. You guys join him. You guys walk into the Grand Hall. You see water fountains unaffected by the frost. You see green vines unaffected by the frost. You see flowering flowers. 
you see stuff that you don't see unless it's springtime in Farine. And as you go past it, you see statue after statue after statue of champions of old, of Farine, crushed and crumbled. You guys go through the great halls into the grand hall, which is where you see servants coming out. They're taking your cloaks. There's a marble floor on the, on the ground. And then you guys are taken into another room to the left of this, and it goes into a wing. And you see glass windows, and you can see out the glass windows goes to a small path and overlooks the whole town. You can see the whole town from this glass windows. There's a fire burning to your right. There's leather couches wrapping around that fireplace. There's carpet in here. There's books on the shelves. There's a desk to the left. There's paperwork all over the desk. There's a map there. It's all in lettering that you don't understand. Marmon. And you see the person that brought you in there, a young woman dressed in all black, wrapped up to her neck, hair black, wrapped up tight in a bun on her head, black makeup around her eyes. Have a seat, gentlemen. You will be with you shortly. She leaves. You see the sheriff just kind of go to the window and start staring out the window like he's been here multiple times. And then the doors open and you see Lord Hecklem Demure, enter the room. That's the magistrate. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's what we'll end it. <clears throat> Can you describe him before we end it? Like, just so we have a picture to, to end on? I don't oh. think you should. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to. Yeah. Oh, what, why not? Because you said we'd see him. What is he, <laughs> That's what, why. Well, what do we see? That's why you didn't want us to... <laughs> what you're doing oh, right now. Oh, cliffhanger. <laughs> it's still, it's still, it's still going to be a cliffhanger. God damn it. Tell me what it fucking looks like. <laughs> there you go. Ah, oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> he was making him less likely to tell you. <laughs> I, I won't tell you. I won't tell you. <laughs> Baron Hart going in. <laughs> so what do you guys I'll think of I'll this. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you, what do you guys think so far? Give me give me some dialogue before you guys leave here. Oh yeah, fuck yeah, great game. Feel like uh, never gonna have to wake up on the ice again. That oh, was Jesus. a cliffhanger for a very 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 long painful painful time. <laughs> very glad that we got it resolved. It's it actually not resolved. came up, well <laughs> mostly resolved. We're off the ice I'm and we're we got here in front of the magistrate. Yeah, now we're gonna be really fucked. <laughs> All right. It's, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's a good mystery. It, 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 I think we have to figure out what the mystery is first, though. But, yeah. uh, that's the smartest thing you've said all night. Speaking of <laughs> your language, he's finally speaking of clues on Oh, her, so. God damn it, Seth. What the fuck? We don't, we don't, we don't know why she's dead. We don't know if this is something the magic. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm going to, I mean, I'm going to already call it. So, you know, having not known, like, she, she's dead by evil means and, and the nature is, is going <clears> to. <throat> Is pissed off about it. That's what I'm calling. That uh, and I feel bad about killing wolves and entlings because they were trying to do something to protect. So I, you know, that. Oh, I like I like how there's no no uh, like no yes or no. It's been said, a man who is completely innocent offers himself as a sacrifice 
for the good of others. Obviously, this man has never ran errands for the gods, <laughs> nor is he a friend of mine. Who is Heklim Demyor? Will he have an open ear? What cards does he hold? Will these potential heroes stick together and see this through? Or will each other's personal feelings get in the way of responsibility? All questions will be answered inevitably, I suppose. But will the inevitability of finite fate give way? No matter. The prattling of fat philosophers is a terrible squawking in my ears. What concerns me is the crossing of two roads. Something to watch for, the page with an answer, and the man in the mud under the morning star. Thank you uh, for joining me tonight. Yeah, yes. Um And I also want to thank you guys, too. Uh, we're going to have another episode. Uh, me uh, and Seth and Peter and Jake did a small episode. And it's just dialogue and shooting shit and just talking. We're probably going to put it into Patreon. So if you do sign up for Patreon, it's, it's, you're going to get that episode. It's actually pretty entertaining. Oh, I'm, I haven't decided what I'm actually going to put into the episode. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm fucking hammered that one. We were so drunk when we did that. But it's really entertaining. It really doesn't have a lot to do with the game. It's just extra dialogue. So, you know, if you do sign up for Patreon, there are going to be some really cool things that you're going to get out of this. You know, um, really, just the, everything that we got going on is going to be going to be awesome. Um, so, if you want to do us a favor, go go search on Patreon, Record of Mortimus. Um, there was three tier systems set up there. I think it's like or four tier systems actually. Every dollar counts. This is all self financed. It would be a huge, huge help to us. Um, also. If you want to check out obisia.com, we've got a lot of cool things coming up with that. It's O-B-Y-S-S-I-A-H. We've got the characters and stuff up there. We were a little slow to start on the first episode, but everything's getting slowly more. More and more things are getting put up there. So keep an eye on it. Go back, check it periodically. We've got things going up every every day, almost every day. It's been We've been posting new content on there. Um, so make sure you check that out. That's obisia.com. This episode was executive produced by myself, Nick Nelson, and Stephanie Hall. Uh, produced by Jacob Buchanan, Neil Nelson. All music was done by the very elusive Lucian Dreams. Make sure you catch us again in two weeks for another installment of the Obsidian Deathhead. <laughs> <laughs>